welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am here today as your host uh, from the break room. I got my first guest, not really a guest because obviously he's got a key to the break room, but <laughs> usually... <laughs> Usually I sneak in here when everybody's gone, uh, but lo and behold, I'm in the building today and I run into Faison, who happens to be here as well. So Faison, welcome to this episode of The Break Room. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's nice in here. You don't have to think about uh, what's going on in the real world. This is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's perfect because um, for those of you that don't know, uh, The Break Room, we, we uh, run that segment once a month and in The Break Room, it's where we break from all traditional thinking and viewpoints and uh, things that have just become the norm. Mm -hmm. So speaking of the norm, uh, there's not much of that to go around these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right? crazy right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. So how, how is it over there in Jersey? Uh, it's not too bad here. Um, some parts, obviously we're in the epicenter of, of you know, the New York rollover. Um, so it's uh, a lot of things happening in New York are trickling over here. Um, I'm a little further north uh, or northwest from New York, so I don't have the immediate effect as my brother-in-law who lives in Jersey City, who like really is across the water from, from New York City. So, um, you know, we have the mass restriction you're required to wear those things when you go to, you know, the stores or so forth out and about now. That is now the requirement. No longer is it optional. Um, I am definitely not a fan of masks. I have to wear them and I do wear them. Um, but I don't like when you're breathing into a mask. It's just the hot air stays inside. It's just not it's just comfortable. comfortable, man. It's not. And I, I hate to be that person that's like, oh, but it's just not. It's your mouth gets like, it's weird. <laughs> you don't like yeah, it, though. It is. It is. It is. It, it's almost like you feel like when you get in your car first thing in the morning, the windows start fogging up. Yes. But that's like yes. having to see like your face. Yes. Your in your nose. Yeah. Um, it's exactly so, what it is. Right. So somebody needs to build um, uh, breathing masks with like defrosters on them. Make this well, that's still that's still um. You see the ones with the the pair mask ones. They have the, the side things. I guess those give that that feel of fresh air in, fresh air out. Um, there's also all those cloth ones. I think they're not as bad because it's mm -hmm. cloth, so you breathe mm -hmm. through them. But I haven't seen, I haven't put one on yet. Um, I did order a couple of cool because you know me being art, I have to be overly dramatic. So I got a bunch of masks coming with some cool uh, designs and logos on them. So. Looking oh, forward to wearing cool. that on the podcast when they, they come, but they're delayed, obviously. Um, I actually just saw some officially sanctioned NFL ones, and obviously they do have Eagles, so uh, if I order one, I'll be sure to get you one. Oh, I, I appreciate that. That would be awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Probably sell out um, in like 30 minutes, <laughs> if that. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so funny, so here in Chicago, uh, they claim that the curve for COVID-19 is actually starting to flatten out. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool, uh, meaning that hopefully we'll be back to um, normal, which I, I don't think there ever will be a normal again. Everything yeah. will be different, but um, that's probably a different podcast segment or, 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 or IG Live or something. But 
today what we wanted to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, um, is the other side. Mm. So we've already talked about uh, what it's like to be laid off, furloughed, mm -hmm. what things you can do. Um, so Faison and I being the two um, out of the group that have probably been in corporate America the longest, mm -hmm. uh, have, have experienced some levels of success we wanted to kind of talk about the other side of the furlough or the layoff, which is we're the ones that have to deliver the news. And obviously for confidentiality um, and legal reasons, we won't necessarily talk uh, specifics, Yeah, uh, but we will talk about the experience and what that's like. And for some of you out there that may have also had to do those actions um, of furloughing or laying people off or even uh, for those of you that have been furloughed or laid off, um, hopefully this gives you a little bit of insight and, and you realize that some of that angst and some of that anxiety you have about your employer uh, may be wrongly placed um, yes, yes. And, and unjustly placed. So uh, we'll talk about that. And I guess I'll open it up to you first because um, you had to do it before me. Yeah. Right. So, and it was funny because... I knew something was going on because all of a sudden you kind of got ghost and you weren't really saying much. And it was mm -hmm. like, Oh, what's going on? Um, but then once you said what was happening, uh, I, I understood. So yeah. what was that feeling like for you? And, 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 you know, where are you now with it? I mean, in, in the beginning you, you hear, Oh, this may happen. This may, uh, we're not sure how it's going to work. We may have to lay some off, not that, that a team, of it, so you think, okay, well, you know, I understand. We're gonna, you know, do the normal cut labor, um, you know, adjust our sales, adjust our store hours, no big deal there. And that part was fine, but then you get the call that, hey, you know, so-and-so decided that we're just gonna go ahead and, and furlough the, the entire team. Um, and that's where you think about the people who you know are dependent on the job, um, the people who need, need their income, um, just to pay their rent and survive. So you're thinking as you know, as their leader, man, how could I change myself? What, how would I feel in that role? What can I do? So you're trying to be empathetic as you're delivering the message that needs to come down from the company, um, but also making sure you're you're taking care of the people that are there that, hey, you know, you're being a counselor kind of. And again, you're listening to their concerns, listen to how they're talking. And that's what I had to do. Um, and just be there. And even though, you know, there's calls later and still to this day, we'll go into the, the after effect of when you're still getting phone calls or questions about things that you discussed before, you have to still always think back that, you know, this is someone who is dependent on that position, that job, that, that time and that paycheck. And with the unemployment concerns happening now, they may have not get the unemployment yet. Um, so I, um, I did get fight. I did fight for for some some compensation uh, for them. So uh, and the company really did step step up and followed that up for the team. So it was pretty cool to see that. Um, but at the same time that was happening, <laughs> there was also furlough happening on a higher level. So you're the furlough fur, furlougher and possibly could be the furloughee at the same time. That's a lot to think about because you're <laughs> you're now in playing both sides of that uh of that game is it's quite stressful to think about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things you said was, you know, 
people going back and forth about what's going to happen and, you know, maybe we can cut this expense or, or, or that expense. And the funny thing is, is that I don't think people realize furloughing or laying off is almost like the last thing that a company wants to do mm-hmm. because, because there's a lot of implications, right? Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to alter the infrastructure of your company for, you know, either temporarily or, or, or for an extended period of time. And that's not something that was in the plan. No. Mm-mm. Right. So a lot of times a system now has to be created yep. on what's going to happen because of this furlough um, or layoff. Yeah. And you have to figure out how are you still going to exist post layoff, post furlough? It's not like, mm-hmm. okay, that's it, all these people are home, we're good now. No, you still have to create a situation where your business is continuing to thrive and you have to help create that demand in order to be able to bring your people back. Exactly. And I think that's, that's the, where the, the hard part and the factor is, is that the business has to keep going. So you're now doing the same business. Now, granted, the, no, the volume may have dropped a little bit or significantly um, from before, but there's still all the tasks that were required by a 10-man team, 12-man team, that is now probably down to a four-man team. So how do you split that up? And of course, you, um, in order to protect yourself, protect your job, you want to make sure that you are doing those things. You're guaranteeing you're doing the right thing. You're stepping up late. You're working late. You're doing things uh, to show that your worth is there at the same time. Um, but then you're thinking about everyone else and, and just trying to figure out how you can do this for how long? How long will this last? How long will this go for? Because you, you know, can therefore get burned out. There's no vacation time for you. There's no time off. You're on from this point until we're back in because you're appreciative that you have the position, but you have to, you got to fill those gaps. The job has to keep going. Right. And, and, and that's a great point because all of a sudden you're left with a fraction of the team. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's crazy because you are, you're like, you're with that, that little bit of a team. And because of that, you're just, you're just struggling to do this and you're trying to maintain that, that process. But you know, at the end of the day, you look at it from the outside looking in, like, you know, we're, we're maintaining that process and the whole goal is to make sure we get them back. So if you have the motivation that you're like, all right, I'm doing all this, but my main goal is I got to get them back. I got to bring back that team, bring back the people who are there, people who are your, who are your, your cohorts right beside you, the same level. I mean, some of your, our friends and our coworkers were also furloughed. So at the same time, everything you're doing, you're trying to do not for yourself and for everyone else. I'm proud of too. Right, right. And, and that's the big thing is that it's for everyone else. And what happens is you find yourself doing things that you haven't had to do for years. Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> right. yes. Simple stuff that you just like, wait a minute, how do I do that again? Um, I had to think about things that, you know, I'm, I think I'm using my degree now, which is kind of interesting, um, the IT side of it. So I'm working, I volunteered, obviously, to do that process, but I'm working with my teams. Um, and I said, listen, I, I love IT. I can be 
get supports, you know, IT support and be able to be that middle ground for everybody. So it's been kind of cool to, to use that skill I haven't used in a long time. Um, but there's some things that I'm like, wait, how do you do that again? I was so good five years ago at that. But now I'm like, what's your safe code? <laughs> so. Right. And, and, and there's so many things that they're really still the same, but they got a different spin on them or they've moved mm -hmm. to a different system that you have to use now. Yeah. Um, and, and you just find yourself, man, who can I call? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I don't, I don't want to call the furlough person. Right. Cause you call them, then if the wrong person's furlough, they go, Oh, well you call me back to work now. So I'm working. So technically, and that right. can be a whole, and, nother it's a whole and then it's a whole nother nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Right? But, you know, let's go back a little bit because we're kind of talking about the experience and, mm -hmm. and I'm sure there could be some people that are furloughed to listen to say like, oh, poor you guys that you have to go. Oh, through. yeah, no, we feel, yeah, I feel bad, totally. Right. And, and again, we're going through these things because we're trying to create the reason that will allow us to go to now our bosses or the people above us to say, hey, we need these folks back and here's why. Yes. Right, because I'm maxing out my capability. Mm -hmm. I'm not even taking a day off. Yeah, I'm working extended hours. Mm -hmm. How long can we keep that up? Um, obviously, our customer uh, experience is now going to decline yep. based on us trying to do this bare bones. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that is now my reason as to why I need X, Y, Z people back. But what people don't realize is, is that the same way you didn't have a system in a way to furlough people is mm -hmm. the same way that we don't have a system in a way to bring people back. No, we don't. We are we're, we're at this very moment right now thinking about how do you do that? How do you roll that out? How, how do you get every single person and not even just them, like you're the re, you're reopening things up, like the reopening phase. And I was talking to some friends um, in the industry about this, like the restaurant industry in general had to go through this massive close down suppliers. I mean, and this, this affects suppliers, it affects um, employees, everything. So when you think about that, the turn on phase, if there's a green light, to just turn on, it's going to be complete chaos um, because there's no system to turn it all back on again. You were working day to day maintaining it. The shutdown was already bad enough as it was, but getting back in the supply chain with all the deliveries and everything else, it's going to be insane. And and like we said, it won't get back to normal you know, until this, there's an actual vaccine for this process. So we're thinking this is some, our normality won't be until 2021. Um, but just figuring out how to get that whole process in. And then with everyone being furloughed, um, you know, just the general feeling of like, it's, it's really, really tough because you know that the people who you had to let go literally did what they needed to do. It wasn't them that caused the concern most majority of the time because they were doing their jobs every single day. It's just the numbers game. I mean, there's only so much reserve there. And if your sales drop, be it any, any industry or I mean, you're at Amazon, at the beginning, we're cutting, and they started rehiring again. People were going through the process. Supermarkets doing the opposite. So every industry had their their weird process for it, and then they had the, the peak again. Restaurants, everything else, will do theirs towards the end. So it's like 
having everyone home, everyone there, and unemployment being the way it is right now, and every day with more and more cases because you know they're laying off more people. I mean, Disney, for instance, just laid off forty-five thousand people. Disney, so that just adds right there to the list of people going to apply, and probably in one county in LA. So now all those new applications, and they aren't getting it in. And um, you know, I I did everything I can do to research. Um, any kind of stimulus packages, even before this whole, you know, 1200 buck thing came out, I was already looking at, you know, restaurant and industry things and kind of digging deeper to how can I help support. So I was sending out links to, hey, apply for this before it goes crazy. And of course, everybody in the nation in the same industry was applying for it. Um, but the minute I got that word, hey guys, here's a link, play out this process, go forward, keep trying. If, it, if it's down, keep hitting refresh. So I internally feel, and I, in my heart, my soul, I feel that I didn't just say, you're furloughed, sorry, deal with it. I know I did what I had to do to help every single person in there to give them at least some keys to support them while they were gone. So let's talk about that for a little bit because the way it comes down, right? And obviously, as we said, there, there are, there are legal legal um, implications to a furlough and to a layoff. And, yeah. you know, we end up getting these scripts, right, that you're yeah. supposed to go through. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they're so, they're so, so just so, <laughs> just cold. And, yes. Just, yes. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, even though it, it will say, be empathetic. Yeah. But <laughs> the verbiage that you gave me, Mm-hmm. may not necessarily be it's not empathetic in its yep. yeah exactly so now let's talk about the situation that puts you in where you know these people personally you see mm-hmm. these people more often than not mm-hmm. um now you kind of have to mix that all right i can't say they right right we, we both have employees that 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 we, we hate when they say they, when they're referring to the company that they work for. Right. Yeah. Right? Or, or they chose to do this or mm-hmm. they said, I can't give you a discount on your smoothie or yes. you know, <laughs> they said, I can't do anything for you with this car. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you have to think about yourself in the same aspect of, well, they chose to furlough you. You can't say that it's right. still we. Mm-hmm. So how do you, or how did you, walk that line of, okay, I gotta deliver this company message, but then I also have to keep that personal connection to my employees. What I did was, um, I normally you'll get the letter, you'll send the letter out via post office or certified letter, whatever it may be. I, I took the time to get a phone call with everyone and to read through it all. As I was reading through it all, I would pause and ask her questions. So they felt that um, you know, I was listening and can give answers immediately because most of the time, legal letters are very black and white, but they're still like, well, what does this mean for me, and how did that that work? So, I was able to to read that word for word, uh, ask questions, and then once they were done, um, give them time to sit on it, and then ask them some more more questions they had at that point in time, um, which I think helped because it wasn't like a cold door being closed. It was more of a conversation though this is why and this is how and this is what you're going to do this is what you can expect uh for that process for it um i mean they everyone knew kind of it was coming because we because we saw just the way the the business was going and how we were communicating before um but i didn't know it was going to come until like a day or two before it actually came 
um, down to me to prepare to then deliver the next day. <laughs> right, right. And, and so I know for me, I, I think, you know, you always plant the seeds of what's possible when it comes mm -hmm. to corporate America. Mm -hmm. Right. So even in good times, I'm always like, hey, whoa, just remember anything can happen. Yes. Good times can end overnight. Mm -hmm. And when they do, we go back and look at every process, every single offering, everything we have, and how can we do it more efficiently? How can we do it with less people? So mm -hmm. I don't care how well you perform, what a superstar you think you are, at the end of the day, there's gonna be decisions made that make sure that this company has longevity. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember back in 2008, you know, I don't even know if you, if you had to let people go in 2008. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I, yeah. I had to do it then too. And it wasn't a matter of you're getting furloughed. It's like, hey, your position no longer exists. Yes, it was a whole different mindset. Yeah, that was a whole different conversation. It was, yeah. And there was nowhere to go because there was no one else hiring. And that, that's where it was, yeah. Right. And, and uh, I think in our case, we, we gave out some packages at that point. Um, but still, like, I remember people that had just come back from, like, leave. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, today's your first day back? Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, 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 where I was going with that is, is I think you always have to keep your people prepared for what could happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you always tell people about, and this will fall right into to, to what you always talk about, uh, your emergency fund and your reserve fund. And, mm -hmm. you know, hey, it's great that you're doing so well and you're getting these bonuses, but are you putting some of those bonuses to the side in case a rainy day happens? Yep. Um, mm -hmm. So many things like that. So I, I think the investments that we make during the good times and when everything is good is what allows us to get through this these difficult times. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they realize that, look, Art didn't make this decision. Carol didn't make this decision. Yeah. Um, but he prepared me for dealing with the message. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, and that's and then that's the the counter side of being a good leader is not just what you do now. It's how you help them not at work. How you help them for the enormity of life. Um, and I, I preach that all the time. I mean, I have, I have young people who are there who are just starting. I mean, 60, 17 years old. And that people who are, you know, who are buying their houses and, and working in mindset. So it's kind of, you know, just understanding that process that, hey, you know, or what's your next move? Like, how are you preparing for the next? Like, what's after this? Um, so even though you want to keep your employees as long as possible, I've always lived in mindset that this is, what, what more are you going to do out of this? How are you, are you going to go to college? Are you going to school? Are you doing something else? What, what's your plan? How are you using this stepping stone uh, for that? So hopefully some of them, um, and I believe a couple of them that are, have finished or finished their online courses and moving things forward. So come time to call back, they may say, hey, I appreciate you so much, thank you, but I'm being called now to this and I've been nothing but cheer for them because that was the process. This is the time for them to, to see where they want to go next. So like I said, I think two podcasts ago, this is an opportunity for you to look back at yourself and see what you can do and how you can grow yourself um, or if this is the right path for you because some people, some people were in this position because they, they go, oh, let me just get a job here, apply here, and I've been here for six years now. Versus now, this is what I want to do. So it's a reality check. Um, it came swift. It came really quick. Um, but you also have now the time to, to think about these things. Um, as you go, do I want to go back there? Do I want to do this? My next step. So 
I, I, I still talk to some, some of them um, at the, on a higher level as friends, no work conversations, more of, hey, what are you doing? What's happening there? I think that also um, warms my soul, making me feel good because I still have that personal connection with them. Um, obviously not, there's no talk about work. There's no conversation about work. It's more about them, how they're maintaining what they're doing for the process of it. And then um, what the next step is. I think, you know, we'll, we'll start to transition out here, but I think one of the, the big things you hit on in the keys there is what people are doing during this time to potentially increase their value when they're coming back. Mm -hmm. Right. So whether it be with the same company that all of a sudden what you bring to the table is going to have more value because when you come back to the table, the tablecloth is going to be different. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Right. So, oh, yeah. so what can you do while you're at home? If, if, if I'm at home, I'm thinking about, okay, what could potentially be different about my role mm -hmm. and how can I be prepared to act differently in my role or even take on different responsibility because those opportunities will be there. And then the other thing is, even if you're not doing it for the company that you were with, there's going to be a demand oh. for people when we come out of this. Oh yeah. So how do you make yourself look attractive and be ready to go and be able to say, Hey, look, when they start asking you those, those difficult interview questions, how can you have examples that leverage what you did during this time? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? Because that's going to show the type of person that you are. And if you can show, look, I didn't just sit home and just, you know, eat a gang of cookies and, and <laughs> ice cream and, and, you know, um, just overindulge and binge watch TV. Mm -hmm. I actually took the time to teach myself something, a new skill set, something. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna show oh yeah people something. Exactly. And and I, I think if, if nothing else, those who are listening uh to the to the break from right now, they get that. There's still time. Like this 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 whole um stay at home process has been extended to May 15th. Like we just got in Jersey, that just happened. May 15th is a new time frame. So now you have 30 more days of deciding what to do. This is a chance for you to go in, okay, now I have some more time. How can I make myself better? Um, because there's going to be a fight. You're right. When unemployment comes back in and 25 jobs are hiring and it's put out there. And this is not just Amazon worker bee jobs. These are going to be like legit jobs that will come back in. And come back in it's going to be a lot of people at the front door for those jobs. So how are you going to stand out uh, for that process? And I can almost guarantee one of the questions would be, what did you do during the time you were off? That will be a question. And it's gonna depend right there. Yep. No, that's perfect, man. So listen, um, that was great, man. Hopefully um, some people got a, a little bit of glimpse of the other side. Um, yeah. And I can tell you it's, it's, it's not fun. And no. we spend a lot of time trying to think of how we can get our people back mm -hmm. and how we can put people back in, in, into play. Uh, but man, as we transition out, um, obviously, look, this is a break room segment. We don't normally do our individual segments, but we got phase on here. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Um, <laughs> but before I do that, I just want to remind you all that you can listen to this podcast uh, on iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Vimeo, YouTube. Uh, you can catch some of it on IG um, as mm -hmm. far as highlights and whatnot. Uh, you can also hear us on Spotify. So look subscribe comment 
if, if, if your platform allows you to rate, uh, definitely give some ratings. Yes. We want to hear uh, what you have to say. Uh, we want to definitely make sure that uh, anything that we touch on, we touch on so much at some time, some, sometimes mm-hmm. and, and we don't have time to get too deep into it. But if anything stands out to you that you want to hear more of, definitely leave us a comment. You can leave us one uh, on IG at the 13th, 13th floor, please. Uh, you can leave it on Facebook at 13th floor. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And without further ado, we're going to take it to Art's Corner. Man, um, I, this, is, this is the part where I was just thinking that, you know, liquidity and moving at a quick pace. Everything right now that's happening, it's literally day by day. Um, and we have to adjust ourselves from the blame game. Um, I was literally just watching uh, what's happening in Michigan right now um, and the whole issue with the you know, workers being stuck behind a um, kind of a boycott slash um, rally slash, you know, we want to go back to work thing. And, you know, there's people out here who are working every single day to to maintain us, to, to keep the, the sick healthy. Um, and you gotta put yourself in their shoes. We gotta stay home. We gotta stay stay away and out of those things. Um, only, only go if you need to get things done. Um, I understand you wanna go back to work again. I understand that unemployment um, checks have not come yet. My mom is waiting for her check to come right now still. Um, so I understand it personally. Um, I've not had anyone, I'm not going on wood, not anyone actually catch COVID-19 in my immediate family. I do have friends and, um, and, uh, and associates that have caught it and passed away. Um, and all I can say to you is that you have to, you have to take care of yourself and think of the big picture. Um, you are one piece of this gigantic, gigantic world. And if you can maintain that, take care of your immediate family by doing what you need, um, then you're gonna make a difference across everyone. So shed positive light, don't shed negativity because there's way too much of that right now on every single channel that you're watching, um, be that person that, that kind of makes light of it, makes light of the situation and enjoy what's around you. Have fun um, home, enjoy at home, um, and just share. Wow, uh, somebody has been using their time at home. Uh, I'm not even gonna follow that up. We're gonna leave that there for sure. Uh, listen, it's been a pleasure. Uh, being here, Art, I was, I was glad to catch you in the hallway and pull you yes. into the break room. Yeah, you, you called me in. I was in here in the dark. You walked in. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> in the break. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome being here. Yeah. Well, Thank definitely. you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, we will resume next week with our, our, our regular uh, 13th floor offering. Uh, be sure to tune in. And be sure to tune into the podcast, man. Tell your friends. Tell yeah. your friends about us. Share it with them. Send them the episode. Every platform has the, has the ability to share. Mm-hmm. Um, hit that share button and send it to them. Uh, and let's get, let's get these, listener, these listeners up. Uh, this is so much that, that we want to do and so much we want to put out. We want to make sure that it's reaching the right people at the right time for the right reasons. Yeah. So without further ado. It's been a pleasure having you here in the break room from the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing.
Haze, 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 Haze. 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 Haze.